Patient Family Advisors have the potential to make a huge impact on the care and services we provide. Patient Family Advisory Councils are an important vehicle for partnering with patients and their families to improve care and the overall patient experience. While our clinicians are certainly experts in their fields, our advisors are experts at being the consumers of healthcare as either patients themselves or as caregivers. We understand that our advisors add valuable input and perspective and that their voices must be included from ideation through evaluation. Our advisors help us to fill in the gaps between what clinicians conceive of patient care and what patients and families believe are of the most importance. As a healthcare system, we are committed to embedding the voice of our patients in all aspects of our work as true partners. We'll be talking with members of our patient family advisory councils, which we refer to as community voice. They will each share their why as it relates to serving our community voice and in their community at large. We hope their stories will inspire you to find your place with your local healthcare system. Today I'm joined by Caroline Strauss. Caroline is a wife, a mother, and an attorney who made the decision to be a work-at-home mom over the last few years. Caroline, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Would you mind telling me a little bit more about you, your family, and your professional background? All right, so I was born at Presbyterian Medical Center, and I thought it was important that my children were born there too. I got married in 2015 uh, to my husband, Jason Strauss, and shortly thereafter, I became pregnant with my first son. Uh, he was born at 30 weeks um, at Presbyterian Medical Center and um, went to the NICU there. I also have a daughter that's now two and a half years old. Um, prior to becoming a stay-at-home mom, I was an attorney in the community. I had my own family law practice for approximately five years. Fantastic. So you talked about your, your son being born premature at Presbyterian Medical Center. Tell us more about that experience, and, and was that what inspired you to get involved at the community hospital? It is what has, uh, inspired me uh, to get involved at the community hospital because of the remarkable care that I received. And my uh, desire to give back to families that were going through the same experience um, that we did. Basically, um, I had preeclampsia, um, and the only cure for that is delivering. Um, and that onset at 30 weeks and five, five, five or three days. Um, and so I had my son, he was born at two pounds, eight ounces. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, very small. Um, kind of bigger on the preemie side, but um, still small. And he spent 72 days in the NICU um, at Presbyterian Medical Center. Um, it was a stressful experience with a lot of information that you got bombarded with by mouth at the very beginning. Um, it was a lot to process after recovering from childbirth and a traumatic experience. Um, and so that's kind of where my husband and I came up with the idea that hey, patients and their families need something to um, guide them through this process that tells them about um, who their doctors are, who their right. care, caregivers are, um, the process of graduating from the NICU, um, and, and things like that. And so that's how um, I initially became involved with the informal NICU Family Advisory Council. 
So on that council and your involvement there, you talked about patients and families, or the families really for these NICU babies, needing to really understand this graduation process and what that looked like. How was the information being relayed to you when you when you were in the NICU, and what are the, the ideas that you all came up with to improve that for other patients? So the information was being relayed um, to us through a variety of sources from different, uh, different healthcare providers. So you were trying to piece together all of these bits of information um, and put it kind of in a logical <laughs> um, sequence to figure out how you were going to get your baby um, home with you. Right. So um, I thought it would be a great idea to have that all written down in some kind of guide um, that you could refer to throughout your stay um, to give yourself some kind of goals for your, for your child to reach um, and to be better educated on um, what your child was going through. And so what, what did that look like? Was it a brochure that you guys created? Was it something on the website? What, what was the product that was created, or was there one? Initially, the idea of the product was actually a spiral-bound notebook. But over time, that um, transformed into an actual um, page on the website um, for Novant. Um, and it has a variety of sections, including who your caregivers are, um, places to go around the hospital, um, resources for the families, such as the Ronald McDonald House, um, and various nonprofit organizations that help families of premature babies, and, the, and information about the stuff I spoke of early, about earlier is the, the milestones that the child has to meet in order to graduate from the NICU. That's fantastic. And when you talk about that, it makes me think that was important for your experience and your families with your son. But that would be something that would be valuable for people with all sorts of challenges that they're facing in healthcare. Correct. I mean, it would be great to translate my experience um, into to other aspects of healthcare. So you started off with the NICU, informal community voice, as we call it. Now you're a part of the Novant Health Presbyterian Medical Center community voice. So for the, the larger community hospital, how did you sort of end up in that place? And what made you decide that it was valuable? Why do you do that? Why do you give of your time in that way? Well, I originally found out about it through um, the nurse manager of the NICU um, and was, I guess, kind of nominated for it. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought it was valuable because I received such remarkable care and I knew that there are families out there um, that, that feel maybe like their voice isn't heard uh, during their health care process. So this would give me the opportunity um, to give a voice to the patients. Um, and I'm glad you said that. One of the things, and one of the reasons for community voice and PFAC is because having a different perspective is so important. Those who work in healthcare are going to see things through one lens and having someone who's not in that day and out, day in and day out, makes a difference. What are your thoughts about that? Why do you think it's important to have that voice at the table? I think it's important because uh, when you're in a corporate organization such as a, um, a hospital or, you know, you get bogged down and mired down in um, corporate outcomes. Mm -hmm. So when you bring the patients in, um, you get a, it broadens your horizons, and in turn, it um, enables you know the professionals 
to give better care to the patients. And when you and I, you and I had the opportunity to talk a few months ago, and when we met, you mentioned that you wanted to um, apply your skills while making a difference. And I think sometimes people may be hesitant to join uh, the community voice because they think, well, I mean, I'm an attorney, that's not necessarily direct health care, or I'm a teacher. Um, why, I guess, what do you, how did you kind of connect the, your skills to what you were doing and see that what you, your professional background and your education, that that really did, does um, translate into the work that we're doing. You're right, it did take me some time to acclimate um, to the world of healthcare, mm -hmm. and I'm still not completely well-versed in it. But what I thought I could do was take my skills as an attorney, for instance, the ability to write pretty mm -hmm. well, right, um, and give them to the council. And I think I successfully did that because I provided a lot of content for the NICU parent guide. Um, so I, while I may not necessarily have a healthcare background, I do have skills that I can apply um, to the projects that we're working on. Thank you. Um, so what if, you're, if someone's listening to this and they're trying to make a decision about is this something that, um, that I would want to invest my time in, and they're, and they're sort of on the fence about it, what, what, what would you say to them? I would say give it a shot. Um, it, it really is fulfilling to know that you're helping people um, in, that were in your position, that are currently in your position, to receive better um, health care. Thank you. And so you've gone through this journey with your son in the NICU. How's he doing now? How's your family doing now? He's doing great. He actually um, started in a pre-K program through Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools um, and is thriving in it. It's amazing to see him come home every day and be on the same level as his peers. Um, you know, there were times when I was worried about his future, but right now I'm not worried about his future. So I would say right now we, we're a normal family with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, if you saw Edward on the street, you wouldn't know that he spent 72 days in the hospital at the beginning of his life. The best healthcare requires a partnership between clinicians, patients, and their families. We hope you feel empowered to advocate on behalf of yourself, your loved ones, and your community. To learn more about Novant Health Community Voice, please visit us at novanthealth.org backslash community voice. I'm Candace Williams. Thank you for listening, and we hope you're able to make today remarkable.